podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Anfield Index podcast, episode 211, if you can believe. I'm Trev Downey, coming to you as ever from the AI Pro Outside Broadcast Centre in beautiful rural Ireland. I am joined, as I always am, by Carl Kopeck and Cam Branch, while in the background, pondering gleefully what awful movie to watch next, like Jurassic Games, for example, is Uber Knob Twiddler Drinkle. Uh, Carl, you're under the weather, my friend. Uh, we'll spare you as, as much as we can, but have you a, an opening thought for us this week? I have, and it's just because I've been playing them a lot this week. Um, it's this. Oh, darling sugar honey, when it was nice and sunny, and when I had some money, we were going to echo in the bunny. Men. <laughs> That's, it's all about the way delivered it's like the george burns yeah. line from last week isn't it you gotta yeah. <laughs> you gotta give it the pause and yeah. then... <laughs> all right for um for those not initiated into the ways of uh that particular lyrical genius uh who is that that's um half like the greatest band from the world half man harpist <clears throat> and um that's from their first album called the sections of the flat and it's just the greatest opening song song lyric ever yeah, yeah. I, I, for some reason, on my line and uh, the the name went half man, half biscuit. Yeah. Uh, what is it about the um, the following that they have in your in your neck of the woods? What's what's that all about? Is it just the well, obvious? I, I, I was the right age, basically. In 1986, I was 18. <clears throat> so um, it was like when I first started going to gigs and they were the band to watch. And um, they're just so they're, they're sort of quite difficult to get into but once a reference hits it really hits and I've been a big fan ever since and they've got an album out at the moment and um, it's just absolutely just wonderful um, it contains the line um, <clears throat> um, get your head cut get your fucking head cut and it's about people who get into cycling and get into Strava and they just says you know just, just stop it just get your head cut I like that <laughs> thing, yeah. get your fucking head cut <laughs> Yeah. In fact, yeah. fact, there's a song called Renfield the Footer. I mean, I, I can, if you wish, I can, I can basically tell you the whole lyric. It's, it's pretty much spoken. Hang on, say again, say again the title. I'm, 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 I'm missing out on bits you're saying there. And it's good. Yeah, my throat is really bad today, so I apologise, everyone. There's a song called Ren, Renfield. Um, I can basically recite the entire song for you. It's a spoken word. Uh, and is, it's, it's, is is that the Renfield from Dracula? No. Uh, I don't know, actually, I don't quite get the reference. But, um, I can certainly read that whole song to you. Because it's just magnificent. There it goes. <clears throat> Notice was given, was given the bat walk in Royden Park, frankly, on Friday evening. Ranger led, the event was free, although booking was essential. Warm waterproof clothing was recommended, and perhaps a flask. Meet at the cafe car park at 7pm for a 7.30 start. Strictly no dogs. My response to that was this, and this is where the band really kicks in with a big heavy metal thing. Here we go. Who the fuck are you trying to govern everybody's bat walk? Who the fuck are you trying to play the big I am? Well, I know this place like the back of my hand in a way you'll never understand, so why so don't go trying to organise my bat walks? I'll be going on any time I like walks. Tuesday, 2am, Monaco. <laughs> that is magnificent. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I this the sign off line is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. fantastic. What a what a word that is. I mean, for just for, again for 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 people who, who haven't maybe heard it in context before, and I think I'm right with that Renfield thing because the bat stuff. I think I'm right. It must yeah. be that Dracula reference, but um. Bollico, like context. How how does one use that? Because I I you know I I feel like I know. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's all it is. Just me. It just means. Starkers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. We. I I think we should come back to this as a regular feature because that's. Yeah. 
that's some lyrical uh, delight there. Uh, Cam, how are you getting on? Poor, poor Carl's um, going to need to get um, subbed off on occasion, so you're you're going to have to put in quite the shift this afternoon or this evening or tonight or whatever the hell time it is. Uh, how are you getting on this week? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, I'm enjoying life again. You know, it's always good when you enjoy life, isn't it? And, and and I I get the distinct impression it, 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 there there'd been a bit of a slump there and uh, you're you're coming out. Of That's nice to hear. That's nice. Yeah, to hear. yeah, yeah. And 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 am I right in saying as well? Um, you know that um, I would say to yourself and Carl and anyone else that I would talk to on a regular basis or consider friends that uh, the Twitter thing for me is 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 out the window at the moment because well life as well. Uh, I just I can't. I don't have space in my head for it and. I found it was rubbing me the wrong way quite a lot and stuff like that, so I'm just experimenting with uh, not involving myself in it. But I did dip in for the uh, for the, the the direct messages in our group chat, and when I did, when I went sideways, did I see you plugging your uh, your 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 business there online today? <laughs> yeah, um, I did actually. Uh, um, I'm uh, on this online directory, and I note uh, I noticed they uh, tweeted my business, so I thought, well. Why not retweet it and say this is me? So yeah, if you go back on my timeline, you might see my business there somewhere. Yeah, uh, it, it it just struck me as I saw yeah. that like we should do that more often. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, why not? I mean, maybe maybe I should sponsor myself. Well, this is what I'm look after after our, our legendary struggles with spam and and, and Bollinger. Uh, you know, the, the the fact of the matter is maybe we should just get into uh, some closer to home uh, business uh, uh, affiliations. That's that it just it just struck me. Uh, we should give you give you a little. Start, yeah, it's a good place to start, man. Anyway, go ahead. What's your opening thought for today? Right, I've, uh, I've got two things. I've got a um, a one liner quote. And I've got a little bit of news I need to share, which uh, I think will set the tone. So, um, which would you like first? You, you call it. You call it. The one liner. Oh, the one liner is easy. The biggest thing I learned from losing: winning's better. Right. So, right. That's uh, nice and easy. That was Ted Turner, whoever he is. Oh, the uh, the vocal ones, Time Water Cable. Yeah, just just one of the richest fuckers in the world, yeah. married to Jane Fonda oh, for a long yeah. time, I believe. Uh, right, okay, there you go. I'll Good moustache. Good moustache. Yeah, but, yeah, great moustache. Yeah. All right, okay, something to aim for then. And uh, the bit of news. Um, yeah, Mrs. B is... Uh, I'm on the verge of putting her in the shed. Uh, oh, where's that? There's, there's going to be... There's, there's, uh, I'm, I, I just realised tonight when I went to the fridge to get my customary Dr. Pepper drink. Yeah. There's none in there. That, and that's, that's, that's fucking serious. Does she not know that it's your night to be creative on the airwaves and there's not, no, no inspiring, uh, uh, Dr. Pepper fluid to get you through the show? No, I'm, I'm on Lucasade. Pink lemonade Lucasade. Oh God. Not even a drink. What about, what about the rider? Don't, don't we get a rider? Could get a rider. Yeah, well, you see, you're assuming Cam has a green room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely yeah, towels. some 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 hot towels. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Somebody massaging my feet. Uh, can, yeah. Can, yeah. can I can I ask you both a question? Just seeing as it's come up, right? Have have either of you ever had uh, been offered and accepted a hot towel? Only in a curry house. A cur- What was the what was the context there? What was oh, that you, about? You, you always get a towel at the end of your meal. A little mini mini serviette, yeah. like napkin thing, yeah, made of cloth. Yeah. Oh, okay, but but it's for your hands, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean, you know, the hot towel to apply, you know, apply to your forehead or your face or whatever. Anyone, either of you ever? After, been... after a close cut shave, a proper a okay. proper shave, right? Like right. Shave, yeah. But that's that's applied by the barber to you. That's, that's applied by the barber to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I, I've been thinking about doing that the next time I get the the, the beard uh, nipped off and uh, getting that whole cutthroat razor thing. I've never done that in my entire life. And well, I've, I mean, I've just shaved my beard off completely the other day because I got the line wrong. So I'm having to let it grow. Back. Oh, oh yeah, you fucked it. I hate that. Yeah, I've, yeah. That, that that that's happened to me several times. After four times. years. After four years. Hang on, hang on. You had it in situ for four years and you got the line wrong. I find, yeah, I messed up one side and it was like went a little bit too deep. It went too oh, low, and, and I was like, Jesus. and then it's like you 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 can't then line it up. It just you're not going to get it right because then oh, you're we, gonna, you you're trying to get the other side to match up. And I just thought, sod it, just taking the whole lot off. It's easier. And then you, grow back, you, and then I go to the barber and let him shape it again for us. Would you not consider fucking about like me with a bit of you know alternative facial furniture to carry you over? The goatee. Do you know, give it a little, give it, a, give it a little sort of a, a Van Dyke or a, or a, or a goatee or a Shakespeare until the sides Rat grow tail. out. No. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now, on the third pod, the look is complete. It's the Mafia suit, the Mafia suit, it's the shades from last week and yep. the rat tail. And rat that, with, with, with that, a bead in it. That's cake like a square. <laughs> yes. And he's looking fucking dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love all that. I don't, I don't got much. <laughs> well, before we get too bogged down into our own um, uh, tangents, we have one other major tangent that I wanted to sort of uh, bring us back towards. Uh, you know, listeners will know that, like, I'm basically been on a personal quest to bring you the very best of the. The world's worst literature and the series began with the remarkable oeuvre of Steve Bruce and then we swung left to take in the wondrous writing of Sid Little. Now we touched on various other literary abominations of several other people as we went and now we have strayed this week and the dodgy looking by road that leads to the scrawling of Stephen Patrick Morrissey. Now, for those of you who don't know who Stephen Patrick Morrissey is, he's better known just as the last one of those three names. And Carl, as a, a fellow music obsessive, maybe you might just give a thumbnail sketch for those not completely in the know as to who Morrissey is, was, and has become. Morrissey uh, was the lead singer of the Smiths who, uh, I'll basically say the greatest band of the 80s. Massive influence on me. Um, the, the reason I've seen Morrissey live over 20 times and um, no more. He's, he's just gone to UK now and um, it's all very sad. And uh, I think I've been to his final ever, 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 ever um, England gig three times now. And he's still touring England. So um, uh, I love Morrissey. or I, I love an incarnation of Morrissey. I just don't exist Morrissey. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the absolute perfect uh, summation of a fella who was an absolute icon in all regards for a lot of people of certainly of our generation. I think generations afterwards as well, because the music is between himself and Johnny Marr. It's untouchable. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic, you know, glorious on levels above anything from that decade, really, um, and and sustains. Uh, it's brilliant. You can you can throw anything on by the Smiths now, and it's it's just fantastic. But man, that guy has gone down a very 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 dark rabbit hole. And uh, the side of 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 him that he's showing currently is 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 uh, distressing to say the least. But we have a chance to sort of gleefully lampoon the new Morrissey because he has written a novel. The novel is called. List of the Lost. Yeah. And it is a book about a 1970s relay team in Boston. <laughs> so far, so normal. Who accidentally, who accidentally kill a demon, which then curses the team. Right. Now, central to this particular uh, work of fiction are a pair of immensely irritating lovers called Ezra and Eliza. Now, I have two sequences to read to you i'm going to start first with one that goes on a bit but i need you to stick with it because you know carl and, and, and cam you'll know what from from your your knowledge of the smiths most of us will know that um morrissey is very much a, 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 an anti-meat uh person he's taken a very strong uh stance on that particular topic over the years i'm right in saying that carl right yeah and safe to say 
he does a bit of tub thumping in his new novel. But the style of this writing, and I want you to appreciate it, folks, because it's like somebody got, you know, whatever your equivalent of over here, whatever age you are when you're like 16, 17, you're doing your final exam at second level uh, education. And, you know, you're trying to impress by wedging in words that you don't fully understand, trying to use little bits of alliteration and assonance and all sorts of little literary gizmos. And you're really not doing it well because... Just get a load of this particular one on the topic of, you know, how eating meat is a terrible thing. In the church of secret service known as the abattoir, this is exactly what humans excitedly do to beautiful bodies of animals who are also crafted in care by some divine creationist. Yet, at the human hand, the animals are whacked and hacked into chopped meat whilst gazing up at their protector with disbelief and pleading for a mercy not familiar to the human spirit, ground and round into hash or stew for the Big Mac pleasure of fat podge children, whose candidature for roly-poly vicious porkiness makes their plungingly plump parents laugh loudly as little junior blubber guts orders yet another super burger, with tub of guts determination to stuff death into round bellies, and such kids come to resemble their parents as ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. (laughs) I barely got through the end of that because... Wow. Because wow. Whoa. I mean, it's... Occasionally you think, oh, he's on a roll here, and then he goes, oh, that's just terrible. That's Oh, stop. Oh, please stop. And the absolute uh, uh, you know, incorrectness of some of this stuff in the middle of it is remarkable. Now, later on, lads, I won't do it now. I'm going to save it till the end of the show. Later on, I have a sex scene for you. You realize you, you love a sex scene. So we'll come back and you can imagine well, for, that. For Morrissey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a celibate. He is. And it I'm, shows. I'm, I'm trying to get my head around something here. What's that? It's about a relay team from Boston, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and you said those demons, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yet we're talking about vegetarianism. Well, you, you, you know, uh, a good I'm trying writer, to, I'm just, I'm just trying to get a correlation there and the connections and join the dots here. Yeah. Well, a good writer can will wedge in his agendas left, right and center. Oh, just, okay. just, okay. just, just as a good podcaster will make a, make every effort to, for example, promote his blog or, 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 or uh, upcoming show. It's a it's a it's a, a natty little trick that uh, Morrissey seems to possess, and like I said, famously celibate Morrissey. Later on, you'll read a sex scene. You'll hear a sex scene from his uh, novel. Uh, is, is it is a heterosexual sex scene? It is, and it's um, it it really comes across as a sex scene written by a man who doesn't do the sex at all. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a a lovely, a beautifully awful, and uh, we will look forward to it later. Let's get into the football and the football lads. Uh, the most pressing and urgent thing is the terrible, crushing fact that the Reds were beaten. I'm sure you're all heartbroken, like I was. Absolutely gutted. I had to do raw immediately afterwards. I was in bits. Yeah, I honestly did not give a damn. That's no. the truth. I did not give a damn. Now. That's not um, wisdom after a fact. That's not um, any attempt to make myself feel better or trying to appear smug in, in the aftermath. I didn't care. I didn't care going into it. I barely cared during it. And I certainly didn't care after it because I got lots of good stuff out of it. But there are talking points. Now, I have a few, but I'm going to offer it up to the floor. And Cam, I'll come to you first. Any specific talking point you'd like to address about that most recent Reds outing? I was annoyed. I was really, really annoyed that we didn't win it because I felt we were actually the better team. Um, I know Chelsea first half an hour were, were good. Fabregas was uh, given the, the freedom of Merseyside and uh, he, he was dictating the play quite well. And then obviously, you know, Klopp had a word in, well, more than a word. And, um, you know, they got tighter on him. But, um you know, we we had a, we had a lot of chances. We had a lot of opportunities to to score more goals, and um, I'm annoyed. And the reason I'm primarily annoyed is because it's 
Um, as much as I wanted a weakened team out yesterday, which is what we got, I wanted us to win the trophy. Because it's still a trophy at the end of the day. So, I'm annoyed because we should have won that game last night, and we didn't. And and that's where I'm really at with the whole game on that. So, um, well, well, before before I go to Carl on that, you say you're annoyed. We should have won. We didn't. Do you think when you say we should have? Do you think overall on the on the balance of the ninety, the Reds were well worth a win? And um, you say you're annoyed. Are you annoyed with? You seem to be suggesting perhaps you know that I'm reading between the lines here about the the shadow eleven and all the rest of it. Are you a little bit irked at Jurgen Klopp and selection, or where are you no, going no, with this? Because no, when, we, when no. we spoke about this last week, if you recall, if, when we spoke about this last week, I said to you, I think it'll be kind of a half and half team. That's pretty much what it turned out to be. And you guys, eight changes. Yeah, well, yeah, that's but, a bit more than half, isn't it? That's nearly eleven. Ah, it's not. Oh come on! It's well it, when you consider the, the 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 strength of the players that are coming in. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll give it to you. But you yeah. were you were fully advocating eleven changes. You were saying I, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so where does the annoyance come from? Is it aimed at the, the manager? Is it just no, aimed no, no, at the no. game the, in the, general? The game in general. We we had enough chances. I mean, Mane poked one and it touched the toe of Caballero and just went wide. And Sturridge missed the open goal. And you know that would have put us. 3 nil up. Just that alone. Game over. Yeah. And Basically. That, that's, and that, I mean, the, the bottom line is, with the Carabao Cup, the League Cup, whatever it is, what you want to call it, you either go out in the first round or you get to the final and win it. Yeah. It, it's either or. Because it is a hindrance. But at the same time, if you go back to 2005 and you look at what Chelsea did in 2005, they started off by winning the League Cup, but then went on and won the league. Mm. I, I like what you've said there in terms of uh, that was very much my thinking. You either win the bloody thing, and yeah. to me, like I said last week, there's no difference. Uh, well, sorry, I think it was when I was chatting to to to, to Jan and Mulby on the spot. There's no difference between the cups now. The FA Cup prestige is 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 a thing of the past. It's yeah. just a cup competition. So you yeah. win a cup competition, and I mean that's sad. Don't get me wrong. I I I am old enough to remember how important the FA Cup was, and and and, and the, the you know the, all the cliches around it because it, it was true. And and uh, it was as big as winning the league almost. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's 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 absolutely not anymore. And I would have been no. just as happy with this little part as I would have been with uh, with the FA Cup. But yeah. you're right to say. You either win it or you get the bloody hell out in the first round. Yeah. That's Binner cool. will win it. Yeah, Binner will win. There you go. Put that on the post, man. Put that. Yeah, I mean, Carl, you're 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 taking it again. I asked Cam again an open-ended question. Any particular issue you'd like to address before I suggest a few things to you guys? I think it's a bit disappointing because we we led on seventy-nine minutes, and and uh, the first goal's offside, and the second one I've got him on Reno too for the second goal. For God's sake, take his shit out or something. Don't make him look good. Um, but, um, yeah, with the final, I was, my first thought was, oh well. But that was literally it. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's irrelevant. I mean, if, 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 I think everyone would say the same thing. If you wanted them to win this, Eddie Chelsea to win one of the games in the next two, you'd want them to win on Tuesday. Yeah. Or Wednesday, wherever it was. It's just, just as simple as that for me. Yeah, yeah. But I will say on that, on that goal though, um, seeing as you mentioned it, Cole, it wasn't just Moreno. Kaiser let him walk past too easily, and Fabinho yeah. was very slow to react to closing down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely fair, Cam. But you know, you can't just play one. Bit. It was, it, no, 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 no. You can't just play the one. But what I will say is, it was a hell of a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, absolutely. Okay, okay. I, 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 I have taken this, and you know, you, you've, you've weighed in here now. You've, 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 you've poked the bear. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna do a big rar back. Right, here's my thing on this goal. I had to listen to Jamie Carragher fawning about Eden Hazard all night on com- on commentary since he came on. It was it was hard to stomach for me. I don't know what it was about it. Just rubbed me the wrong way. And then to watch him go by Albi Albi Moreno uh, after he'd gone by Naby Keita, as you pointed out properly. But then he decides to go back and beat Albi Moreno again. And whatever the thing was that Albi did, I don't really understand what it was. It was a kind of a Albi sp- tackle. It was just sort of a little gesture at something, but I don't know what it was. And as Carl said, you just want to see him, even if it's a penalty, just take him out because the alternative is he's true on goal. Now, there's a there's another element to this that nobody's talking about. 
Nobody's talking about it. The fact is, we started that game with a certain individual in goals and with four guys across the back line who, to be honest, wouldn't get into my first team ever. Right? Now we well, they, were our, they were our back five two years ago. Yes. Yeah. And now they now now if they start, we are behind the eight ball in any position in which they start. Unless with the with with the exception of Joel Matthew, who seems to have a game in him if he's beside Van Dyke. But the rest of them, you know, Klein offers a, 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 a solid defensive thing, but he's got nothing like Trent going forward. No. Moreno's like like a, a, a fraction of the player that, that that Robertson is, and the two other lads. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to talk about uh, about um, Dejan Lovren. I don't want to talk about uh, Joel Matip, because the man I want to talk about right now is the guy who just might as well not have been there when Hazard goes by Moreno for the second time and cuts in and takes his shot. Like he goes through him. Now I understand it's a pace. I understand it's a close range, but I don't see Allison getting beaten like that because I think he's standing in front of him and he's bigger presence. I know. It wasn't we, in the corner. It, it finished in the corner, but it, it went through yeah, the middle of the goal to get the to corner, it. Carl. It's not in the corner, Carl. right. It's not in the corner. There's something about that guy that, it, it for me, it was the final sort of cherry on top of this shit cake. That this that, that the game turned into, and I was just like, oh for Christ's sake! I never want to see any of these guys again. I just don't, no. and and I understand that that makes me seem like I'm, you know, anti somebody or another. I'm not. I'm just I, I'm out of patience. We have a wonderful team. Can we just play the team? If we're gonna play the shadow eleven. That's fine. And I'm delighted the end result is or out, because I don't want to see our guys having to charge around in rescue situations. What they did, Cam, was they brought on their top man when the game was, you know, looked like it was slipping away. And he rescued the game for them, right? Fair yeah. enough. And he is a great player. I get that. Yeah. But there was something a little bit too easy about the concession of that goal. From, as you said, from Naby to Albi Moreno to Mignolet. And I just thought, oh, God, really? And we didn't have enough time to recover. We just didn't. Panic. Yeah. It wasn't even panic, was it? I mean, Hendo was... But it, was never, it just felt inevitable. The second that Hazard said, right, I'm going to run straight through you all here. Uh, Hazard's, Hazard's first touch, as soon as he came on, it was like he'd set the tone up straight away. Yeah. I'm taking this game by the scruff of the neck. He just did a little flick to Morata, and he was away. And, and, and it was just like, the guy's, the guy's on it today. But you've, you've also got to look at it like this. Fabinho and Keita aside, and Mane, those three players, the rest of those, the rest of those players who started last night are our second 11. They're our fringe players, they're our reserves, whatever you want to call them. And Hazard is playing now against, was playing against inferior players in that respect. If he does that against us on Saturday, yeah, I'll hold my hands up. He's done it against our best 11. But what are the odds he does it against our best 11 on Saturday? Yeah, but you, you, you say, Carl introduced the word panic, and you say it's not panic, but you, you also mentioned Henderson. And when Hendo came on, he was, as you would expect, very up for the, for the, uh, the challenge that faced him uh, in the time that he had to influence the match. But he did a lot of charging around in a way that was quite unhelpful. And... You know, he was, he was a bull in a china shop. He was a yeah, bull in a china shop, and right down to the last minute, where we had a situation, and you know, we'll 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 segue into the little chat chat that uh, Kloppo had with Shakiri from this, but that free kick, which is a gift that we've been offered right at the death to rescue something um, from the match, because I'll be honest, the last five minutes where we had an opportunity to do something, we were abysmal. There was nothing happening. It was zilch. And then the free kick happens, and it's a kind of a gift. And it was such a non-event. Taken over by the captain who was trying to say, look, I'm going to do this, here's what we're going to do. It was a non-event. And I'm just saying, we've got Shakiri here who's on his game, let him dig it. Just let him dig it at the goal, keep it down. There might be a rebound, who knows what's going to happen. But that thing, it was just, it was the perfect way to end that match, Carl, wasn't it? It was just so yeah. down, down beaten, pointless. Yeah, that, that is just... We gave up at 2 1. 
something like that. And there's, there's, I think it was, there was five minutes to go, but then there was five minutes injury time. And to be honest, I was already starting to wonder what, what this episode of Only Fools and Horses was on at that point. Yeah, same, same. I was, yeah. I was, I was quite literally thinking of, well, of, I'm on episode three, I think, of season four of House of Cards. Yeah, I'm looking quite looking forward to this. Yeah, and 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 you know, I I did not care. I just I said I got to get through Raw. I got to do this show. I got to talk about it. And the lads, I think, were taken aback because I was a bit giggly. I just didn't care. Like, and, and it's not about. I understand, Cam, what you're saying. Of course, there's a trophy. It's on the line. You want to win. I I understand the idea of being irked, but I I also have this nice quiet certainty. That the game at the weekend will bear fucking zero resemblance to that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Because because we have different personnel. A, we'll have a completely different attitude. B, and you know, I, I, to me, I, I I took a sort of perverse pleasure in that that we could we could afford to sort of mentally fuck that one off and just go, yeah, whatever. Do you, uh, 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 maybe I'm being idiotic. I don't no, know. No, no, you're you're right. It's the one game. It's the one game in the whole season right now. If you had to take a loss, that would be the game. All day. Absolutely all day. Yeah. And that's why, if going back to last week, why we wanted 11 changes. Because ultimately, deep down, we weren't bothered. You're right. We, you know, we, we'd written this off. We, we said if there was a priority and an order of how we wanted uh, our season to progress, the Carabao Cup was last. It was the least important. But, like I said, it's still a trophy. So either you go out first round, which we've done, that's fine. It's it's great because if you look at when the fixtures are coming up for the for the next rounds, there you know it's it really impacts on what we're trying to do in the league and in the Champions League. And don't forget, the Champions League, we're in a tough group this year. We're in a really tough group. So to be out of the Carabao Cup now has done is is actually doing us a favour. As you know, as much as it pains me, it's done, it's actually done as a favour now. Well, I, I I couldn't agree more, and I, I I swear to God, it's not revisionism. I just I, I I had this quiet feeling that I wanted us to be out of this bloody thing, and it's not because you know, obviously, you know, what, what you, let's 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 talk about the positives. For me, the positives were Nathaniel Klein, who might be a useful guy to be able to call on, got minutes in his legs. Fabinho yeah. got minutes in his legs. Danny Sturridge got a goal. These are all very Lovely positive goal. things. A beautiful goal. goal. It, you know, we'll we'll ignore what happened in the 45th minute. Uh, yeah. Just at the start of the second half. Well, let's ignore that. But um, a glorious goal, beautifully taken. These are all positives, really positive things. Now, we we we'll 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 talk about them in a second. But what some people were trying to dress up into a negative is where uh, at the end of the match we could see that the couple came out of the field and he was. Uh, Gesticulating quite uh, uh, aggressively and, and and in an irritated fashion at uh, at a very bemused looking poor wee Shakiri and it, it's only when you see the difference in height there that it kind of emphasises it more. <laughs> I saw a lot of a crying uh, United fans saying, oh, you know, uh, all the stuff about um, Pogba and Mourinho that gets promoted, but this won't get promoted because clubs are media darling, blah blah blah. I mean, people don't seem to understand that what was happening was the manager saying. Uh, this is what I would like you to do. Perhaps you might do that. And it's not like Shakiri was uh, squaring up to him. He was just a bit bemused because he thought I thought I played quite well there. <laughs> you know. Uh, you what was your take on that, Cam? Um, I didn't notice it. I, I saw I saw it back, and I thought, "Crikey, yeah, it looks like he's having a, a right rollicking at him." But my understanding is he, he was he was talking about that free kick you you mentioned earlier, and how he wanted it to. How he wants the ball given out to Mo out wide, and you know rather than just pumping it in the box the way they did and just screwing it up completely. Now that's my take on it. I, uh, yeah, you can you, you know I I don't like seeing it. I'll be honest with you because in a way it 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 then comes across as a cop throwing Shakiri under the bus in a way because it it's there for everyone to see in public, but it's. Heat of the moment, you get that. You know we're going to try and defend Klopp for this, but if let's let's put the shoe on the other foot. If Mourinho had done that to Pogba on the pitch, what would we be saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I also think Klopp's enough of a decent fella to know that maybe today when he's calmed down a bit, he'll he'll, he'll take him aside and everything will be it'll be rosy again because he cares about that type of stuff. And yeah, 
it, it, it is a situation where, like, we gave Jurgen a lot of credit over the last couple of games for his decisions and his, his tactics. It is a situation where I'd agree with you, Cam. I would agree with you. I don't like seeing that. I don't want to see it because yeah. I, in the context, if we had won, I'd be happy. I'd be delighted to see it. When we lose, I don't want to see it because let's be honest, you know, this free kick was taken off him. The captain insisted on taking the free kick. It's, it, the reason the club gave is it, it's almost a nonsense, you know? And then he went on to say, well, actually, he was in. Uh, he, he, he's, uh, he threw in the goal and maybe he should have shot him. You'll have to ask Shaq why he didn't shoot. You know, I think he was clambering about looking for a reason to just justify the fact that he had a goal. I, I would say behind the scenes that's been resolved today. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, uh, I saw pictures earlier. Everybody was all smiles in training today. So it, it's, it's done. It's dusted. Just like we are done and dusted with the game in that respect and that, you know, we've moved on. We're looking, you know, we, uh, we, we're going to look at the positives, like you say. That's great. But the game now is done. You're not going to see that 11 start a game no. again for Liverpool no. unless we're playing Wicked Wanderers. No disrespect to Wicked Wanderers. Um, or, or a team of that ilk in, in the FA Cup third round. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, can I be just again to reiterate, and I don't care how awful it makes me sound. Thank God. Because I just, it, it it made me a little bit sad looking at it lining up. I, was, I understand the reasons why, but uh, you know, it, it looks slow to me. It just looks so slow. The first half, we were so slow to every ball. Yeah. I thought that this used to be our there no, pace. There was no pe- there was no pressing or anything. No, it just made me think. Yeah, this is this is how we used to play two years ago. Yeah, yeah. no, they're, they're having to go and everything, but it's just, it's, it's like it's seventy five percent of what we used to. Well, well, let let let's let me let me drill down into that with you then, Carl. The the idea, one the guy who's who's caught most of it in the neck. We, Cam, remind me to talk about the VAR before we leave this because we cool. should talk about. It. But just to focus on something, the guy who's caught most of the flack uh, is Fabinho, um, for his performance and. Uh, People have been, as they usually are, quite uh, extreme in the way that they've assessed uh, how he played. And, of course, the echo are running their usual sort of uh, clickbait pieces about, you know, uh, you know, tweets and quotes from people. And um, it's going to take a game before he gets ready for the pace of the family. God, it looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. And, 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 and can we, in the way that we always do, like, I mean, try to be just straight up about it, you know, whereas we can, we can, I think the three of us agree that we really like Hendo as a lad, as a player, he's alright, and he can do a job, and that's where we leave it. At this stage, can we just say it's okay to say that Fabinho, like, he was like a bit of a 50p head, things were bouncing off him in every direction. Well, he is 62 years old. <laughs> he is 62 years old, yeah. yeah. He, he, he looks like the, the oldest mid 20-year-old I've ever seen in my life. What's going on? How is how is he twenty four? Yeah. How is that possible? I, I I mean I look younger than him. I am only I'm thirty seven. You know, like it's um it's incredible. Making it up to that camp, he's thirty seven this week. <laughs> <coughs> he's gained it two years a week. It's not too bad. Yeah, I know. I know. It's 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 uh, it's. Uh, Benjamin, you know, Benjamin, I thought that. I thought he, he looked a bit like um, Vincent Company's dad. Oh, that's a sh- that's a shout. He looks he's, he looks a bit like an older Vincent Company. Well, uh, Vincent Company's dad, yeah, but then uh, Vincent Company's mom must have a hell of a forehead on her. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. No, I, thought, I, thought he's very slow. I thought Henderson was very tall last night, and I thought that's what I'm saying. That's quite, you know, people not like him using the H word. Um, well, I thought he was very poor. I thought their midfield was very, very tough. I thought they played. I thought Chelsea played well. Um, it's just. Well, Victor versus on Moreno was just that, that wasn't even a battle. That was just so bad. And um, I think I think that it's one of the, Cam. You said like you know you're disappointed. I think if we go a goal down in ten minutes and lose two one, then I think it's less of a deal. I think it's just because we led so far. Yeah, we led and probably on the balance deserved to win it with the chances and the possession overall. I'd say, I'd say edged it. I don't think they were taking in any way, shape. Well, you you you're you're right to point out that opening half hour, and there was let's let's be honest oh, again, it, it, it was it was probably a Klopp thing where uh, you could see it. It was clear as day, just about you know around about the half hour mark that Fabinho basically went and 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 stood on 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 Fabregas's toes. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, it, and it made all the difference. It did make all the difference. And I thought, you know, you got to uh, credit where it's due. His contribution there was great. And uh, it was just that it, he continued to be very wayward and sketchy in his passing throughout the match. There was no real period where you could see, well, I, I, I can see what this guy does. I, I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see what this guy does. I just haven't seen it yet. I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure it'll happen. Like lots of people who are far more, um, uh, Euro football literate than I am, uh, <coughs> insist that he is a, a, a wonderful footballer. I, I just, I, I haven't seen it. I, I don't think any Reds have seen it yet because of the limited game time. And then on the game, on the night, I couldn't see what it was that he does well, um, and you know I'm happy to be, you know, openly mocked by some Twitter knobhead experts who can say, well, if you can't see this, then you don't understand football. Let them off, but I, I do understand football, and I don't see what it is that he does really well on the evidence of that game. Well, that's it. On the evidence of that game, yes, I don't see what he, I, I agree. I don't see what he does yet, but you know. He's only just got here, so I'm not going to write him off just yet. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree with you more. A hundred percent. Cam, your 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 take on Fabino? I mean, like it's it's uh, as as Carl says, it's daft to try to make pronouncements about the fella, uh, and I don't want to seem like I'm doing that, but uh, you know, you, you you do get a feel for for a footballer after watching him play an entire match and. Do you do you see what I'm saying when I when I when I query what it is that you know he's particularly good at? Well, I'm not going to judge a player on one game um, against Chelsea reserves, but Chelsea reserves are are better than our reserves. Um, let's not get away from that fact. And they have played uh, a lot of them played the Europa League game last week as well, so they've got a bit more match practice in. But um, as for Twitter knobheads, uh, you mentioned there, um, you won't see it though, will you? Because you take, you've taken a sabbatical off to so uh, let them say what they want. Um, as for what Fabino does and brings to the game, I thought some of his interceptions were bad and some of his, uh, you know, he was, he was trying to get his foot in and you could see, you know, the, the defensive side in what he's about. Um, but he, he didn't offer much and you've got to remember it's, he's playing with a, a back four that he's probably never going to play with again. Um, Naby was uh, I thought was off off his game yesterday and I think you know he, he helped much Milner seemed a little bit unsure of what his role was then because he he sort of knows what he's doing with Ginny and um, and Naby together it just the midfield just didn't work at all yesterday and so no it didn't no you're right you're right the, the balance was the balance, right it wasn't right there was something not, it just didn't click and then if you're expecting somebody to come in on his debut and just stand out when the players around him aren't really helping him through his debut, it's not going to be easy. Um, but mm. you know, time will tell. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what he, he will or will not bring, but everybody was so excited when we signed him, but nobody mentioned him before that really, have they? Before well, let me, l- l- let me stay with you to, to speak about someone that you've, You've spoken about there, Keita, which, uh, you know, we, we spoke earlier on about his, uh, well, he could possibly have done a little bit better on the goal. I mean, I, you know what? When you've got a little barrel of a, of a world class footballer with that, you know, Cara identified low center of gravity and all the rest of it, there's probably very little, too many people can do if he's got momentum behind him. So I'm not going to talk about that as a downside at all for Naby. And I have to say that, I take a little bit of issue with what you said there because I think as the game went on, I think Nabi Keita sort of slowly became more Nabi Keita-esque, uh, uh, demanding the ball, taking up positions primarily on the left side, uh, yeah. and try, trying to influence the play. And that, that was the third or fourth uh, positive that I took from the game. I mentioned the other ones earlier on. That was the final one. That Naby looked like he, as the game went on, he looked a bit more like what I thought Naby Keita should be. Uh, but I do understand what you're saying. In the early goings, probably a little bit too ineffective and not having an impact. Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. You are right. Um, he, he grew into the game, but um, aside from... Uh, he, had a, he had a shot in the first half, didn't he, which was, uh, I think... Uh, 
can't remember. I'm sure he had a shot in the first half. But yeah, he did. Yeah. He, he, uh, he didn't. He, he didn't impose himself on the game really no. in any way. Um, but like you say, he did grow into the game. He was unfortunate with the with the foul, um, but you can argue studs up, you know, and that's uh, what they're going to bring up, bring on him. But you know, he yeah, was it his shot? That, uh, the keeper saved the Sturges goal? Yeah. Mane. It was Mane, wasn't it? I thought it was Naby. It might be, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was Naby who had the shot, and, um, obviously, you know, Sturges did that wonderful finish, so he did, he did have a, an impact within the game, but, you know, we know the guy's got a lot of quality. You know, you can see there's quality within, but he's not really shown Kind of a, a tremendous amount of that quality yet, and so you know, really, it, it, you know, he's, he's settling into a new league. It's it's not what he's used to, and I'm sure, you know, that I've, I've no doubts he's he's going to be a superstar for us. But on last night's show, I wouldn't say he was he was great. He was he was okay. Then again, anyone was great. Yeah. Not really. No. Especially the referee. Oh. <laughs> He's a well, let, let, let's let's have a word, Carl, about 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 friend and I'll, I'll make count. He loves us, doesn't he? Well, yeah, it's 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 it is becoming more and more of a thing, and and of course, you know, you're you'll be as hyper aware as I am of the idea of you know complaining about a referee A and then complaining about a referee as a Liverpool fan B, but Guy, I thought uh, on Twitter earlier on, if you're following Guy Drinkle, and if you're not, why not? What's wrong with you? Follow Guy Drinkle on Twitter. Probably because of his TV choices. That's why. Okay, that will put some of you off. But yeah, uh, I seriously follow Guy. Uh, he 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 tweeted a uh, beautifully succinct thing about how uh, it was it was it was Hendel support. Uh, to be to to be honest, uh, that basically because he had uh, fully articulated his rage towards Kevin Friend in a very graphic fashion. That the uh, guy reckoned he was the greatest captain of all time, and it, it, I, when you when you weigh up the two things, Kevin Friends awful us uh, versus uh, Hendel's uh, eagerness to point that out, <laughs> he, the man's got a point. He was atrocious, yeah. and it, it brings us to the glory of the Vars, the V A R farce. Talk to me a little bit about that, Carl. What, 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 what is the point of this thing? If you've got two lads who are offside, and said, oh, the first one was an active but he's blocking the view of the second one in front of the goalkeeper. Then, what's the, what's the point of just saying, well, yeah, he's offside, but we're going to give it anyway? What's the point of it? It doesn't work. When you look at the graphic that Kevin Friend would have had to look at... There's two lads he, he offside. Did, he, he didn't look at it. Kevin Friend didn't look at it. He was, uh, he, he, he stayed he, on the pitch. He stayed on the pitch. He was just mic'd up. It was somebody up in the stand looking at it. It wasn't Kevin Friend. Kevin Friend only went by the instructions in his ear. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. You're right. But again, and, I, and this is to be clear, because people are still idiotic in the way that they think, they, t- they talk about uh, VAR. Yeah. VAR does not make the decision. The referee makes the decision. But again, in this case, what you're telling me is the referee has made the decision on the on the 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 recommendation of who? Whoever is reviewing the VAR. Remember oh, how in the uh, World Cup they had the they had the little uh, studio with about five referees in there, yes. all looking at the VAR screens, and they yeah, then like, relate like, to the referee. The referee would only then go and look at us. Yeah, the referee would only then go and look at it if they were saying, we think you need to look at something. Yeah. But Kevin Friend never looked at it. He was just stood by the sensor with his... I specifically remember he had his finger on the little mic uh, thing, or the speaker on his ear, and he was holding that to listen, and he was waiting and waiting and waiting. Then he just pointed at the sensor spot and blew the whistle. Same well, he, he, looked, he, looked, he looked not the mic, Lando Calrissian's bald mate in the Empire Strikes Back. Touching his ears and looking up at the sky. Low botted me. Oh, that's a lovely, lovely little, lovely illusion. Um, Ever, everything goes back to 1981. It does. Let's be honest. It yeah. does. Uh, what we call in Ireland the year of the big snow. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, 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 to, 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 let's 
just drill into this a bit more because yeah. I need to understand what's happening uh, and I don't understand what's happening. What you're telling me is in the World Cup, uh, our experience of VR in the World Cup was that yeah, the referee would, would, would you know, there would be a request uh, and the referee would be informed of uh, the recommendations and told to go yeah. and look at, look at the monitor. If need be, yeah. And then he would, yeah. So, so what you're telling me is that it was so clear they, they they made the decision. Whoever it was, it, it was so the, it was so clear that the referee didn't need to get involved. That's, that's the referee thing. was just told it's it's a perfectly good goal, despite the fact that one two that's an offside. Well, yeah, and he he's offside in a position where he's right next to the player who heads the ball. Yeah. So okay, okay, that is that is interfering with play. Right. So let's let's take Liverpool being out of the cup out of it. Uh, and let's take your mild annoyance out of it. Let's take Carl's and mine indifference out of it. And let's just talk about the situation itself. Is that not entirely farcical? That the the the, the graphic that was put up for the, pub, for the public to view was indicative of not one but two players being offside. When they were, whether you want to argue one was active or not, there is at least an offside decision to be given. We can all see it. Kevin Friend doesn't even look at the monitor. He is told, now to go. Yeah. That yeah. is shambolic. What yeah. is the point of this thing? Now, I was a massive fan, a massive exponent of this. I, I was like, let's do this. This is great. Because I thought, well, we'll get the things right. How can you not get that one right? Well, the whole thing, it's supposed to be a second chance, isn't it? And he just ignored the second chance. That's, that's what I don't understand. The whole point about VAR, it's a second chance to get the decision right. And he went, okay, let's not bother with a second chance. I'm just going to assume that it's right. So, so ultimately you're saying that uh, it's a kind of a lazy shout by friend, is it? it uh, we, we think it's probably... Oh, blah, oh, blah, blah. Pro- probably the man in the car park is in his lane. lane. It's the guy who's ever said to... It's the guy who said to friend, the goal is, the goal is fine. Yeah, Whoever that person is. He's the one, and it, it just sums up English referees. It sums up the English FA. It sums up why there was no English FA uh, referee at the World Cup. It sums up how we're not talking about referees from the World Cup and how shit they were because they did all right. And we're not saying, and you 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 touched on it, uh, Trev, that you you enjoyed the VAR experience from the World Cup. You thought it was great. It was beneficial. It, yeah, it, it was. It and it, it was. was. Why did it work? Because they thought about how they're going to run it. They didn't just decide to stick it in in a, in, in, a, in the weakest uh, cup competition and say, well, we'll see how it goes. And then they, they put graphics on a screen that my nine-year-old lad could have done better with. Yeah. I, I love the fact it was only in the Carabao Cup for a premiership team. Oh, that's all good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, because we're the only one who basically worked it. Oh God, that's awful stuff. Really, like, really, that's that's. In, I, I think you're dead right, Cam. It, 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 that point, Carl raises. It, it, it all it does is underline what you just said. It's completely indicative of the half-arsed, sort of snobby, elitist FA bullshit attitude. It really is. It, it's like, it's 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 horrendous. And like like I say, my VAR World Cup experience was. It gets like most of most of the decisions seem to be right, and I think uh, they got one wrong, if I remember rightly, that, that everybody was like, mm, I'm not yeah, sure there was that one. There, there was one stupidly controversial one that, that yeah. caused them to question it, but I think on the on the whole, the vast majority of them were right, and that's that's a big deal, you know, and and I like the idea of the referee going into this little booth and checking stuff out. I like the drama of it. I have to say, I enjoyed the drama of it. And I thought people's idea of oh it's gonna the game will be gone you know the the the, the hold ups that's bullshit that's bullshit it that's did fun. it's fun isn't it right yeah it's, right, yeah. it's fun and you, and get, you get to laugh at the opposition to go against them that's the whole point exactly exactly it's all it's almost like the FA has an agenda and they don't want VAR because they don't want to expose how bad their referees are. Jesus Christ, I thought I was a conspiracy theorist, but that's a beauty. That Kevin, is a beauty. Kevin, Kevin Friend is a prick. 
<laughs> totally. Yeah, you well, well, yeah, a well-established, long-established one. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Clubbo was disgusted. That's for sure. Yeah, he was. Lads, I don't know if you realise this, but we've we've been talking for an hour about football. What is wrong with us? This, this, this has got to stop. Let's start this again. This is like, uh, it's like we it's haven't like, done an hour on football, surely. We've done a full hour on football. It's like we've lost our identity. No, we stopped for twenty minutes in the middle, didn't we? No, we didn't, pal. No, no, we didn't. It's on, maybe on, on the most useless game of football of the season. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 and that's, that's, we hate talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we say we're not going to talk about football before the pod. <laughs> and what do we end up doing? Speaking about football for an hour. I'm fucking not coming on next week if this is. <laughs> <laughs> this nonsense will not stand. Well, you see, do, you, do, you know, do you know what I love about it is every week I, I, I say, look, we should probably, uh, we should probably move away from football. And it's either you, Cam, or Carl. Yeah, yeah. Once he just goes, oh, thank fucking God, Jesus Christ. It's always me. No, no, it's, 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 I think it's 50-50. Yeah. And I'm like, lads, do you not realise that you've, you've been the ones <laughs> <laughs> rambling on? I have the agenda in front of me. And I can like, seamlessly hey, move. I, I set a perfect agenda for this week and you didn't go with it. What agenda? I put it in the Twitter group earlier. No, you did. I, I gave, yeah, go back and have a look. Jesus, what's guys, 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 I think. There you go. Ah, that's not a f- <laughs> Eva Mendes. Talking about Eva Mendes is not an agenda, you know. Oh, sorry. Well, I, well, I made a suggestion at least. Yeah, so, yeah thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, there, there's, a, there's a, a vaguely uh, related sort of wacky uh, uh, football story that I wa- I, we need to touch off because if we don't, it'll be not news anymore. Did you read that in <laughs> those bastions of uh, of 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 news uh, sport build the uh, German publication. They uh, have revealed that there's a secret behind the uh, the Reds' performance so far in the league. It's a special drink. Did you read about this? Uh, apparently, the newspaper spoke to a guy called Mark Warneck, who's a former world champion swimmer. Who they report has been working with our uh, club nutritionist Mona Nemmer. Uh, now he developed a drink that significantly speeds up regeneration after exercise. And I wonder, <laughs> I, was, I got a bit nervous when I read that because I was thinking, uh, well, I was just thinking, this uh, is this is this a Kevin De Bruyne heading off to uh, Pep's old mate type of story? Yeah, yeah. But, but no, it appears to be just. Straight up, nutrition, regenerative, regenerative, regenerative. regeneration, uh, uh, qualities to it. If this is Dr. Pepper, I'm going to be annoyed. It's not Dr. Oh, come on, it has to be. And and here's the thing. We've got no more details. It's as vague as that. There's some special brew that Millie and the boys Mm. are chugging that is apparently helping them recover. Oh, immediately it's nothing. It's amusing. It's a music milkshake, isn't it? Must be. You know it. Only the top athletes drink that. Yeah, the guys who need to get into that camel coat and skinny white jeans combination. After nine yeah. minutes of sheer hell. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Barnes reference. Yep. Johnny Barnes Lucas A reference for those of us to remember it. Uh, I used to be an RO. There's a cartoon on our RO fanzine to the wind and rain. After, after 90 seconds of sheer hell. Poor old Digger was a little bit larger that point. He was, bless him. He was. That, it was remarkable, the, the physical change that happened to him, because he was such a big guy anyway. I don't know yeah. if you noticed. I, I saw, I was recently looking at the 87-88 uh, team group, the season he, he joined, and like his shoulders are that much broader than everybody else's anyway. So poor old Johnny, if he, if he, if he starts packing on a couple of, Pounds, like adding a bit of timber, it's it's gonna look, it's gonna be obvious, you know, because he's yeah. a big guy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize how, how how broad he was compared to everyone else when he when he was at his slimmest. He was still a a very broad guy through the shoulders and stuff yeah, across yeah. the chest. Yeah, yeah. It's so he 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 did find it hard to carry it. But then again, you know, uh, he was absolutely wonderful in that central midfield role, and you know. My mate, uh, self-admittedly, uh, 
Jan Mulby would say that uh, he was never necessarily the slimmest, but always <laughs> a hell of a footballer. You know, it's uh, it, it is nice to see that lads can still do it and defy those things. And by the way, what about the off-field car wreck that was Paul McGrath? Because on the field, you know, I one know of the best, what, literally one of the best defenders I've ever seen. I know, yeah. I, I, exactly, I know he's an ex-Man U, but I, oh, I, he's a fantastic player. No, no, he wasn't, he wasn't a Man U, he was only at Villa. I, 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 honestly, I honestly think he may well be the best player I've ever seen live as a defender, uh, playing for Ireland. Never had the privilege. Just, just glorious. Just yeah, glorious. I, saw him was, I saw him on telly all the time, but it was fantastic. He was just, he, he, he was just, just the way he everything you wanted, everything he, oh, it's like, like that Troy Deeney quote for Virgil. Oh, that's a beaut. Yeah. Have that. Have that to hand. No, I don't. It just I mean, pops in my head. But, um, no, Do you want me to read it? You want go me on, to you've got it. You've got it there, okay. haven't you? Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. okay. This, this is Troy. This is Troy reading, uh, uh, speaking about Virgil. I've said it many times. I hate him. I hate going up against him. He's too big, too strong, too quick, too good in the ball. Loves fighting. A good head of hair. One of those guys that sprays on his top as well, so it smells lovely. When he runs, when he runs past you, it's like I can't catch you. <laughs> and, look, and, and by the way, I I have this sneaking regard for Deeney because I really do. I really do. I, I like the kid a lot. I think he's a, you know, he's a fella who's possibly got limited. Uh, uh, technical ability but every little attribute he has he maximizes and he makes himself hugely valuable to that team well, I, I like what he said about Arsenal when they beat Arsenal last year or the year before whatever it was he, he was very direct wasn't he yeah but the, 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 basically they haven't got the bollocks they haven't got the bollocks to fight did he say something like that about us as well one time he, he, he said Cajona now we've had the feedback Nah, oh, he, might, he, might, he might have done maybe it's 3-0 didn't he uh, yeah and he said something about us oh yeah. something similar yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I think that was more of a sort of a. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that was. He yeah. had a dig at us, didn't he? He had a dig at us. He had a poke. Do you know what? I like that. I do like that. He's saying right. You know, it's a psychological uh, stab ahead in the next encounter. Yeah. And, and and the same guy can can turn around and say, you know, literally put himself in the place of of of, of supplicants looking at Virgil going, oh my god, yeah, what 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 a what a creature this is. I can't yeah. I can't compete. And, you know, that's why I like it, because there's an honesty to it. Like, he's enjoying having a go at Liverpool because they've beaten Liverpool. Yeah, fair, fair fucking play. Yeah, exactly, fair play, exactly that. You know, you do the same. Enjoy it, yeah, enjoy it. Gloat, why not? How often are you going to beat Liverpool? Exactly that. Exactly that. So blown away, and uh, yeah, he's he's just a, he's a good lad. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I was I was I was looking for a way to work that one in. Yeah, I like it. It is now past the hour, and therefore past past our, your bedtime, Carl. I'm not well, lad. I'm not everyone. I'm You're not well, lad. Do you need no. to go on and, and 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 lay yourself up? And maybe shall I send Halley round or Eva? So jo- Jody Como from Killing Eve, please. Jody, do you? Well, yeah. I was number one on the list. Bloody hell! Okay. Okay. Is she a scouser? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you what, she she looks good in royal garb. Does Jody. Just, just say the name again in case anybody missed it. Jodie Comer. Yeah. Oh, glorious. Yeah, she's she's lovely and and this gives you an insight to the type of deep intellectual treatises that uh uh myself and, and Brangin Kopak uh, bandy back and forth during the week. You know, we do. Don't really... Drinkle. Drinkle's part of that as well. No, dr- no, no, Drinkle's not part of that because Drinkle. <laughs> because Drink- Drinkle. What's your Jurassic Drinkle's co- Drinkle's contribution this week was Jurassic Games. And what I would suggest to you, dear listener, is just pop that into YouTube and have a look at a little scene or two from Jurassic Games and you will see that Guy is indeed a true cineast. A true film buff or perhaps not mm, well, he was sharing pictures with us wasn't he which was delightful nice. yeah, but he just he just said he can give personal reviews oh yeah go, there you go, go. direct to him on twitter then he will 
He will write you an overview. I, I will say one thing. When Guy uh, shared it with us, I went and have a look. And I'll tell you what, it's gloriously bad. So therefore, I can understand why he's enjoying it. But it is gloriously bad. It's just to get that part clear. Lads, we don't have time for Morrissey sex scene. Oh, I'll do it next week. Yeah. Start setting the tone. <clears throat> yeah. We don't. We don't have time. I'd, I'd love to say we have time. We don't, we don't have time. So we need to get out the gap. And, no, no, uh, I mean, another Morrissey. Hey. Morrissey yeah. doesn't have time for a sex scene either. He doesn't because he doesn't do the sex, Morrissey. Oh. Uh, and uh, can I just apologise because as this show has gone on, my nose has become increasingly blocked because I'm very ill. I think Carl has given me his uh, illness over the Skype line. My yeah. Skype, yeah. And I genuinely... Genu- I genuinely feel ill. You're coughing in the background. We're all fucking wrecked. Anyway. Cop pack. Fucking cop pack. Let's finish it for this episode of the Anfield Index podcast. Before we go, as usual, Carl, is there anything you'd like to flag up? Books. Please buy my books. They're all good. Buy Carl's books. You know where to look. He's at the Sensi. He likes to plug them. And all of us who follow him like to retweet them. You will get them there. Uh, Cam, Ali... Last words of advice. Yep, here we go. Consult not your fears, but your hopes and your dreams. Think not about your frustrations, but about your unfulfilled potential. Concern yourself not with what you have tried and failed in, but with what is still possible for you to do. Well, I'm bloody fucking inspired by that. That's good, actually, isn't it? It's really good. It was, I saw that and I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for you know when you're kind of in a bit of a, a slope, that's that's good. I like that. Echo in the bunny, Ben. Bollocko, Bollocko, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know who that was then? Who oh, was God. it? That was Pope John Paul. No, Pope John the Thirteenth. Okay. Whoa, Pope John the Thirteenth. Pope John the Thirteenth. I wonder how old that is. Which oh, I don't know which Pope we're on now. Oh, who, who cares? Who cares? They're all kings of Christianity. Yeah. Bless them. They're wonderful lads, uh, who, who like, uh, they like a robe and, uh, I don't know, the other things that we, we, <laughs> we leave that, we leave that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I spent too long, I spent too long today reading terrible stuff about terrible people. Anyway, on that note, Bollico. Let's finish on Bollico. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, 2 a.m. Tuesday, 2 a.m. Bollico. That should be everybody's aim for next week. I want all of the Anfield Index podcast listeners to aim for Tuesday, 2 a.m. Bollico. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see if we can, see if we can quite, let's see if we can quite literally pull that off. And on that note, we will finish with me thanking you. We do appreciate you immensely for listening to us. Uh, it's literally the only reason we do it. There's no point in us doing this otherwise. And, uh, you know, I, I know we're, we're all sick tonight, uh, in, both in mind and body, but we appreciate it. So thank you for your support. If you get a chance, maybe tip someone off, maybe uh, retweet us, maybe put it on your, people still do Facebook, whatever. Pass it on. Let people know about it. I've been Trev Downey. Until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.